Welcome to the Small Scale Life Podcast. My name is Tom Dommers, and I'm your host of the show. Small Scale Life is dedicated to learning, doing, and growing. We are pushing to get stuff done. Thank you for spending some time with us. Please see smallscalelife.com for links to today's show topics. I would like to thank the following people for today's show, including Dylan and Austin for use of the Lemon Water Chronicles Volume 1, Jay for being an excellent co-host, and my wife Julie for believing in the concept and sharing my vision as we reach for a small-scale life. This is Season 1, Episode 3 of the Small Scale Life Podcast, and the title is Three Questions for 2016. In this episode, Jay and I talk about the following four topics. The first is a merger of the Small Scale Life and Small Scale Gardening blogs. The second is the snow apocalypse on the East Coast. The third are the three questions to start 2016. These are the three questions Jay and I asked in Episode 1. And finally, we're going to end with the podcast with what we're doing this week. So sit back with a cup of coffee or a glass of wine and enjoy the Small Scale Life Podcast. Hey, this is Tom from the Small Scale Life Podcast, and I have my co-pilot next to me. Jay, are you there? I am here. Awesome. What's going awesome. on? Awesome. How are we doing? Oh, it's great. It's a, it's a Sunday. Gosh, it feels like a Saturday, but it's a Sunday, and it's nice oh, yeah. to get together and talk a little bit. It's been a while since... Uh, since we were together and doing the doing our small scale life podcast, how you been? Good, good man. Busy, thawed out from the uh, the snow. We'll get to that in a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we but, sure will. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Finally. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, we'll get we'll definitely get into that. Um, today's <clears throat> podcast is, of course, brought to you by smallscalelife.com, my little blog, my little corner of the uh, of the internet intrawebs, and also Jay, your blog. Uh, a crash into life.blogspot.com, which has been quiet lately, but we've been trying to recover from snowfall and get some stuff done. So it's, uh, it'll be back. Absolutely. Well, we're glad you all are here and, uh, feel free to ask questions or interact with us. Uh, today we're going to be talking a little bit about, well, we've got four topics lined up. Um, and those are, uh, in order uh, transition some of the transition going on at small scale life and small scale gardening we'll talk a little bit about snow apocalypse jay kind of referred to that we've got those three questions that we asked man a couple weeks a few weeks ago now and we've had plenty of time to think about them and now gosh we're a month in we can start lining up those three questions with what's actually happening and kind of said maybe we need to adjust maybe we need to keep going forward it maybe we're not maybe the things have changed and then finally, we'll end up with what are we doing? What's coming up with uh, with both of us? So um, we'll just jump into topic number one. I put a 
a post out on Instagram, and it went pretty much all the way across small-scale life and small-scale gardening last night late. I, Julie and I have been doing a lot of talking and a lot of thinking, and, and uh, I think you and I texted about it a little bit, too. Um, running two blogs is tough. <laughs> I will put. I will <laughs> say this. Running two <laughs> blogs is tough. Throwing in a podcast, and I know I've got videos out there, too. So all of this is, uh, there's a lot of work involved with both. And um, just with the direction and the focus that I want to put on the blog, um, I've decided to consolidate and transition and and move everything under one umbrella. And, um, you know, I started small-scale gardening just in 2014, and, and the response has been great. We're up to like 340 people, uh, followers on Facebook. We've got anywhere from, you know, a, a blog post will hit. Gosh, we've had some that have gone really big, like a thousand readers, you know, especially when we had some issues going on last year that I was posting about under small scale gardening. Um, yeah. And we've got almost 2,000 um, followers on Twitter. So, you know, it's been, it's gone over uh, 250 followers on, uh, on Instagram. We've got subscribers on YouTube. But um, small-scale gardening is part of my life, and, you know, it's it plays a big role. I mean, it kept me calm when things are going to hell in a handbasket. So we just decided that it's too much going on. We just need to consolidate. And, you know, when you're... When you're when you're spread thin, you can't concentrate any focus on any one thing. So that's why we're kind of consolidating every. Well, we are consolidating everything to small scale life. So moving forward, um, garden posts are going to be on small scale life, um, saving money, getting healthy, that kind of stuff is all under small scale life. And uh, the podcast is going to fold right up into that. So uh, everything, if you look at the uh, the social media world, I've already made that transition on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, uh, Facebook's taking a little while. I don't know, Jay, if you've ever messed with it. But when you create a group and then you want to rename it or create a page and want to rename it, then you have to get approval from um, from the Facebook corporation. So. Yeah, I, I've noticed it. It's a little bit tricky to do that. It, there's obviously an encouragement to do that, but at the same time, you uh, you run into a little bit of red tape with renaming the group and doing all right, that. Right, right. So I'm here with. Uh, I got to wait 14 days. It's like I'm buying a handgun or something. I don't know what, but <laughs> background yeah. check and oh yeah, oh man, it's my page. But you know, it's I was. Uh, Julie and I went for a walk this morning, and I was kind of blabbling on about it as as we were walking around and and uh, getting my exercise for the day. And it's kind of like your first car, you know, or your your first credit card or your first house. It's your baby, you know. Small scale gardening is really what launched me into blogging and stuff. And um, it's kind of tough to kind of throw a hand grenade into it and blow it all up and say, okay, we're now we're different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that that's a game changer too. But right now, as you sort of, it's not really growing pains; you're more of shrinking pains or consolidation pains. But once that, once that's out, you know, and everything gets consolidated, people will know where to go for yeah all that information. Right, so, right. It's good, and and it follows the minimalism uh, uh, perspective or uh, ideology, you know, and not have all this stuff, you know, try to consolidate mm -hmm. and have high quality stuff. So that's 
That's been that was a lot of work last night actually, just trying to get all the connections and links worked out. And um, you know, I put a blog post up uh, early this morning. It it went up, it went live, and and things didn't go to where they were supposed to go. And you just kind of go, grumble. Should I have done this? (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah, it, anything worth working for is worth it. Man. Right on. Anything worth worth getting done. Right on. So. Right on. Yeah. So that's what's going on. So everybody, just uh, bear with the construction, deconstruction, and construction. We'll be um, we'll be flying high here pretty quick. And uh, you know, we've got this podcast coming. We've uh, got my little wave recorder. I've been doing some recording on the side. So I'm gonna try to get these shorts up too. So we're gonna be doing all kinds of fun stuff this year i'm really looking forward to working with you on this stuff too jay yeah it'll be fun yeah yeah adventure so enough about me blabbing i'm really interested in snow apocalypse you guys got nailed with a massive (laughs) snowstorm um gosh about a week and a half no just it was last week right yeah 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 just about a week ago right right and i knew i knew just i knew that things were going to be pretty hairy. You know, when Al Roker's up there, he, uh, Julie was looking at me, and I was taking a picture of Al Roker, and she's like, why are you taking a picture? I'm like, because this is the signal. It was two days before it hit. This is the the warning bell, and just wait. Wait until people actually, the brain goes around, oh, my gosh, here comes a storm. Better grab everything you can. And and uh, you were there on Ground Zero. I'm going to be quiet. You Tell me, tell us a little bit about your experience and what what you were seeing and what it was like going through the big snowstorm. Uh, well, we got about a week, uh, weeks heads up, mm-hmm. roughly when when the word came out that we were going to get a heavy storm. Uh, my girlfriend and I immediately went to the grocery mm-hmm. store. We that that day, I think it was that day, and then the next day as well, we picked up some other small stuff, sure. but. It was probably probably about a 35 to 45 minute wait in line wow. to check out at the grocery store. Yeah, and uh, people everywhere. You would think it was a holiday or something, you know. And people stocking up. Of course, they did the what? What is it? Milk, bread, and eggs. Yep. Is that yeah? French toast for days. <laughs> but uh, and don't forget your water. You know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So we we. Uh, I kind of made some observations just about those people that were prepared versus the people that were unprepared and what those people that said that they were prepared were buying. Um, it, I think I I sent you that video of the, the actual grocery store and what, what I noticed is that people were just buying these, you know, they were buying the bread, different forms, all different types, cereals, you know, all kinds of stuff. Um, no real meat and vegetables, to speak of canned soup, you know, non-perishable goods, which that, that makes a lot yeah, of that sense. Does. But um, considering that you're going to be hunkered down for a while, not going anywhere mm-hmm. kind of changes your mindset in terms of, you know, hey, we're going to get blasted by, you know, three to four feet of snow within a 24-hour period. Right. When that happens, everything that we need needs to be in this house in their space right yep right right not only that but thinking about from a from a food perspective how is this going to get prepared because you can have all the oatmeal in the world dry oatmeal but if you can't boil water Mm. 
you I would I would pay somebody money to just take eat a spoonful of oatmeal and tell me that they love it. Um, delicious. <laughs> yeah, right. So we started to think about it making some purchases, things like a jet boil stove oh, really? or a camp stove or even like a little hibachi grill that you can just take out even on the back patio and obviously with the right safety stuff in mind, go out and cook, mm-hmm. go out and you have to get back to things that you cannot rely on the grid for. So if we had to keep warm, we needed to – we made it a point to cover the windows, seal the windows. We covered the doors. Did you use um, – uh, did you use like the plastic they sell at a home – you know, Home Depot or Lowe's or something like that? Or what were you covering the walls? I mean, were newspaper or – No, we – what we ended up doing was using um, – blankets and it wasn't the most aesthetically pleasing thing but while we were gone at work we're both gone for 24 to 36 mm-hmm, hours at a time mm-hmm. sometimes 48 um we used moving blankets oh so you can get moving blankets anywhere it's just recycled fab um, um pulp and uh, yeah. threading um recycled denim cotton all that stuff and you can just hang those up over the windows and doors help keep that heat trapped in internally help to somewhat keep the pipes from bursting yep. You know, things like that. If you have to, you can wrap the pipes, things like that. In the north, I mean, I know you guys get the frigid yeah. temper- temperatures coming off the off Canada and off the lakes and all that. All that it but... comes out of the west, and you'll notice <clears throat> out on the farms they have a line of trees always on the west side of their property or right by their house because that's your windbreak, you know, because those winds right. coming from the west and the north, and actually in the northwest corner, um, that's right. what they're trying to break, you know, to stop that wind from just cooling down their house. But, yeah, yeah we get that all the time. So, you know, things, simple things, uh, extra gallons of water, mm-hmm. you, you have to assume you, you take the estimates of, uh, whatever weatherman or, uh, weather app you use on your phone and you have to assume an extra couple of days just in case, mm-hmm. um, you had people without medicine, yeah. without snow shovels. And I know in, in comparison to. You know, a severe earthquake, flooding, Katrina, anything, you know, Sandy, all those super storm mm-hmm. things that happen. You're looking at things that this was like a blink. Yeah. This was 48 hours of, you know, precipitation and some cold temps and some shoveling of a driveway mm-hmm. and driving a snowplow and trying to respond to emergency calls in that aspect. But outside of that, you know, a little preparation went a long sure. way. Sure picking up snow shovels, salt, that kind of stuff. But you have to assume that some of the people that we made contact with during our work day, they were just unprepared. They said, well, they were, you know, they were thinking, oh, we were just, we thought they were overestimated the storm Mm. and ended up, you know, you know, people with nowhere to go. People ended up staying in churches, things like that. And just, yeah. So it, 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 can and will catch you off mm-hmm. guard and you have to assume that if you know if you don't have those basic tenants in place food shelter mm-hmm. in this case heat yeah. uh w- water you know um it's going to cause a problem but you double up on the blankets you make sure you have hand warmers on hand you uh you know mm-hmm. it doesn't hurt to pick up extra moving blankets keep them in a closet and then when you if you need them you can just tack them up using thumbtacks and go about your business sure. because the a lot of times the blinds or even the um, the blackout shades that are sold at you know hardware stores, things like that, they're just not they're just not going to be good yeah. enough. So if you throw these thermal blankets up, you're going to have more heat in the house, mm. and that helps keep everything you know 
I guess normal, sure. as normal as it can sure. be. But, now, did you guys yeah, so, lose um, power or heat? I mean, do you have hot water heat? Do you have electric heat? What do you guys have there in your in – because your, you're in an apartment or a condo, right? Yeah, yeah, small condo. Okay. Um, we didn't we didn't lose anything. Right, but if right your power down to, goes down and if you yeah. have electric heat, then you're kind of or, – or gas, you know, if something Our, happens, you know, you're done, you know? Right, right, and our our gas heater, we we uh, we're, we're using the gas system to heat everything, and everything stayed intact. The only issue that we had was the the delay on um, the plows. Oh yeah, you know. So once once the sun came out after all that snow, there was little remnants of it, mm-hmm. but um, the sun came out and you had a bunch of people out in their driveway shoveling snow oh, yeah. and. You know, just the basic level of physical fitness to be able to go and shovel snow. Well, yeah, we call that in Minnesota heart attack snow. When they when you get a heavy, wet snow or it starts to melt and it's all laying in your driveway, um, somebody who older folks or somebody who's not, you know, their fitness isn't up up to par. I mean, they'll they'll have a heart attack out there because it's a lot of strenuous work, you know, to move snow and push it up over the mound that you've created. It's a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, I mean, I'm looking right now. I just had something come up on my phone. Uh, the Today, there's a powerful storm moving into Southern California, mud damage, flooding, mudslides, you know, things like that. A place like Los Angeles, you have to figure that you could have to evacuate. Mm-hmm. You have to think about, you know, and Spirko talks about this yeah. all the time on his podcast, but or he was at one point. Now he's pretty heavy into the ducks and quail and that kind of stuff. He's he's hunkered down pretty well, and that guy rotates food stock like it's a religious act. Well, so he just he just did a podcast. Um, it was in December, early December, I think, where he talked. He got back to basics and talked about developing your food strategy and really simple you get a notebook just a notebook like i got in front of me that i got at target and you start writing down you know what are you guys eating every day you know are you eating you know vegetable beef soup in a can for lunch and maybe a couple pieces of bread and some ham and cheese you know and start making a list and then after a couple weeks of that, you go, you keep watching and you start making checks. What are we eating? You know, what are we eating? You can tell what you're eating most frequently. And then right. you can make a strategy of, okay, let's buy just one more can of that, one more box of that, one more, you know. And when you bring it home, um, we were listening to another podcast and date that box, date that can. And and when you before you put it in your, um, before you put it in your cupboard or put it on a shelf, and that way, you know the date that you bought that thing, and you know you start to rotate. You know, use take from the bat. You know, use the oldest first. And that way, it's not like you're prepping for the zombie apocalypse. But you'll have a soon. You'll have a few months worth of food. And if something happens, it just makes good sense. My parents did this. My grandma did this, and they lived out in the country. You know, you can't run to the store every day. So right. it's just common sense stuff that people, you know, in our fast-paced consumer lives, they they are not doing today, and I and we're guilty too, right over here. And yep, me, I don't have a big larder. Full. I can, I got pickles that I made and jelly, but <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know, but, yeah, but oh, yeah. Uh, you know, a few days, and then we're kind of like eh, a week maybe, and you're kind of like, oh, we're in trouble, you know. So well, yeah, and it's you know, it's funny that. 
Everything closed down. Yeah. Grocery stores closed yeah. down. The night of the real heavy snow, I was at work early. I ended up staying at work, getting a bunk. I was one of the lucky ones oh, yeah. that got a bunk at work and just got to, you know, stay and relax and help cook and help sure. clean and just, you know, it didn't. We didn't go out and respond to anything, but there was a couple of guys that just hung out and helped handle all the, the house duties, sure. while the other guys like ran, you know, because you you have to consider that. You know, if you're there in six minutes under normal normal circumstances to an emergency call, you're you're taking 25 minutes to get yeah, there now. Yep. That's a huge change. And then hoping that you get out, hoping that you get to, um, you know, get this patient to where yeah, they need to go. Yeah. But the the thing that we were running into around there was the grocery store closed early yep. because of weather the restaurants closed early yep. because of weather um if you didn't have what you need prior to that event you weren't going to get yeah. it they would be you know and it was up to the manager's discretion mm -hmm. the next day like hey are you guys opening today he's like i don't know i don't know if i can get anybody anybody to come into work and i'm not going to man a register and keep track of a store all by myself so if you didn't have what you needed prior to that you're not you're not going to get it. Yeah. You have to, you have to plan two to three days in advance. And I think once you establish that during downtime, like Jack said, you know, you start to label and rotate boxes mm -hmm. and you realize what your eating habits are. I could tell you exactly what myself or my girlfriend is going to get at the store every week yep. as staples for what we yep. eat and, uh, out, you know, weekly, mm -hmm. biweekly, mm -hmm. monthly, every couple of months, six months, a year, whatever. Sure. Um, the only thing that was open was the convenience stores. Huh. They were not closing. And you would see people buy two, three bags of food. And that premium genuinely, price. <laughs> oh, you know, $7 for a dozen. Yeah. Eggs, yeah. Ridiculous. Uh, you know, provided the place even sold yep. that. Otherwise you'd see people, leaving with cases of like frozen taquitos oh. or frozen you know, and, and what they, what they don't realize is that, you know, okay, well, I'm going to get this back to my house. If the power goes out, then. Yep. That's, that's so a good point. It, it, yeah. So, it, I mean, I think the DC mayor, I think her name is Bowser. Um, she did the right thing by declaring a state of mm -hmm. emergency. Other counties followed sure. suit in that aspect. And it was not, a complete surprise at the severity of it, but it definitely got uh, – it made it easier. Right, right. So, well, and you think about yeah. Atlanta just a few years ago where it really did look like the walking dead out there. They had an ice storm with some snow, and, and it took people hours upon hours to get home. You had kids trapped in a bus. Uh, you know, madness, cars on fire and rolling down in the ice. You know, it just – you just never know what happens. I mean, even here in Minnesota, we didn't have a big storm system or anything, but my wife was at the the grocery store, and the power went out in the grocery store. And it was the middle yeah. of the day, and had the whole store was full of people, and just the power went down, cash machines wouldn't work, nothing worked because it was, it was done. And after waiting 45 minutes, he just had to abandon the cart because power was not coming back. Things happen, and if that happened like a day out from a big storm, then it's panic mode, you know. You, you just how do you recover from that? But if you're a little, if you got something, you got a plan, 
guys are terrible at planning. But if we got a plan and you're you're doing some of those things and putting some stuff away, then you can weather the storm. No pun intended. Yeah, well, I mean, it's completely applicable though yep. if you think thinking, you know, thinking about it. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. Uh, I talked to a few people in D.C. Um, and during this whole thing, and one was in Arlington, Virginia, and uh, they were talking about big snow drifts, and they were trying to walk to the store, and it wasn't happening, and they were worried about getting hit by a car because they couldn't see over the drifts. I mean, you know, these things are real. These things happen. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. well, there you go. There's some lessons learned out of the snow apocalypse twenty. 2016 in uh, oh, yeah. the East Coast. So, uh, is it starting to melt now, or are you, are you guys? <laughs> yeah, I was. Uh, so late night last night, busy, you know, um, and uh, slept in today. Got up, and my girlfriend told me to come outside, and I'm thinking, oh, if there's more snow outside, I'm gonna be so mad. But uh, I walk outside, and it's 65 degrees out. Wow. 60, 65 degrees out. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's sun's out, you know, whereas a week ago at the same time, it was still snowing. Mm. And we, I mean, you know, going back to the snow, we're just real briefly, <clears throat> you talked about the heart attack snow. What we got was perfect for a oh, snowstorm. Really? It was four feet. It was light. <laughs> you could push it around. Oh, okay. It was, yeah, it wasn't the it heavy, wasn't wet the heavy snow mixed with the slush and yeah. the, yeah. Um, it was snowboard so, snow. Yeah, yeah, that's ex- and if there were any decent hills here in Virginia, that might be uh, something to consider. Right on. So, yeah, yeah, but no snowboard yeah. for you. Just push the shovel, man. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. So cool. Well, thanks for that update, and that's some good stuff to yeah. think about. Um, yeah, we'll move on to our three questions that we asked during the first uh, our first podcast. And just to bring people back to that, uh, week one of the new year, we uh, uh, John Acuff, he's a uh, best-selling author. Um, he's authored uh, Quitter and uh, a number of books. Anyway, he he was uh, he called that week between Christmas and New Year Slingshot Week, where you pull back and think about where you've been and what you're doing, and in and, get, and that kind of primes you to launch forward, uh, catapult forward into the new year. And he had three questions that I thought were pretty good. And um, we kind of teased everyone back way back then with the three questions. And those three questions are, what do I want to start doing? That's question number one. Number two, what do I want to stop doing? What do you want to quit in 2016? And then the third one, what am I going to continue so it's kind of uh, uh, where are you going, where you been, and what you're what you're doing that you like. So um, those are good questions, I thought. And um, just I wrote stuff down uh, back then, and looking at it now, it's like okay, I'm starting to I'm starting on the path. <laughs> right, right. So I'm gonna go through a couple things that I want to start doing in 2016, and then maybe you can talk about some things you want to start doing. If that works. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's great. Yeah. So what I want to start doing in 2016, I wrote a blog, just real simple blog and uh, small scale life. Do that a couple times a week and small scale gardening one time a week. And then 
it was cross. I said cross pollinate small scale life and small scale gardening. So kind of combine those two and do the podcast one time a week. And it's kind of funny because cross pollinate. Yeah, we're just we're just merging those things. So we're already down the path on that one. And uh, sure, you know, I'm going to be trying to develop systems and templates with that too to, to speed up the process and develop de- deliver good content. So that was one of the big ones I had on on my list is try to figure that out. Cause that was something I've been wrestling with since I started small scale life is how, what to do with those and how to, how to mingle them together. Um, another thing with the gardening side, I'm going to develop some mobile systems. Um, and I'll get more into that. You know, um, it's kind of like the rain gutter growth system that I have. If you've been on small scale gardening, um, but easier to build where you don't have pipes, uh, pipe or any of that stuff. So I've got a plan. I've got some ideas, and I'll, I'll be showing that. Um, health-wise, what I want to start doing is tracking uh, with my fitness pal and, and also the budgeting kind of stuff, um, really into losing weight and losing debt. So that is key. And we got to make a dollar stretch because uh, – Raises did not come to my agency, really, so we got to work on that. Right. <clears throat> right. Um, and then um, work on the vision, the ultimate vision of where we're going to be in a couple of years. And we've been really talking about that. And there's some things coming that um, it's really exciting. We just we just got to be patient, put the money away, and, and it's cool. And I think you've got similar plans in the future, too. And then um, – you know, have some adventures, go outside, you know, camping and kayaking and fishing and hunting and that kind of stuff. Um, you know, work on relationships, uh, embrace minimalism. And uh, and then another thing that we talked about a little bit is try to read a book a month, and I'm failing on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Miss yeah, Mark. Yeah, missed the mark on that one. But try to read a book a month, and then we'll talk about it here on the podcast. I think that would be cool. So, um yeah, that's kind of the same where I'm going with a lot of things. Um, you know, I also have making wine and mead in there, start the process up again. But uh, yeah, that's a lot. I've got a lot that I want to start doing, and it's a lot of stuff that'll fit right into this podcast and blog. So, how about you, Jay? What do you yeah. What do you want to start doing? Well, so uh, a little different path for me in terms of the writing. Um, I started a crash into life just because. I wanted to give it a shot. I've always enjoyed writing. I've always enjoyed reading literature, all that Mm -hmm. stuff, whether it's contemporary or, you know, whatever it may be. Um, I think the written word is incredibly powerful. Mm -hmm. Um, I started just kind of as a hobby and I started with a couple of random topics and I've been working on some stuff in terms of developing a voice. You obviously have your blog for minimalism. You have your blog for gardening and essentially using yours as a almost like a journal you talk about your dates you talk about your day you talk about your goals what you've got going mine i'm i'm looking at current events Mm. and the current state of why we are where we are from my perspective um i've delved into both sides of the political Mm -hmm. spectrum looking into things like that and i think where the blog is going to head into is sort of just a primal masculine Mm. version of how does a guy simplify his life Mm. the art of manliness is very buttoned down very clean cut teaches you a lot of rugged uh 
I call it like rugged in a business suit hmm. type of stuff. Um, this is going to be, you know, I've been uh, friends with Paul Wagner on uh, Facebook for a while, following a lot of his stuff, and he's doing a lot of of his own business work, mm-hmm. you know, creating things, things like sure. that. But as far as I'm concerned, my stuff is going to be, well, how does, how do you, how do you get started? How do you get into patterns and habits that are going to be successful for you? And how do you do it from a simplistic standpoint? Sure. You know, um, I refer to him a lot in a lot of my, my, the, the posts that I put up, uh, and some of the stuff that hasn't been, uh, had a light shined on mm. it yet. But uh, a guy like Jack Donovan was a d- delivery truck driver in Portland and uh, Milwaukee, Oregon. And uh, all of a sudden, he'd been writing and <clears throat> had this idea, pursued it, researched it, looked at it through the lens of history and realized that he could write a book. Uh-huh. So what I want to start doing in a very long-winded and roundabout way is I think I'm going to start writing a book. Oh, okay. Um, I That's cool. probably going to – yeah, I'm probably going to devote a little bit of time to uh, each day to either formulating ideas or bouncing ideas off of people. Mm-hmm. You, uh, Dylan, who uh, I think will probably hear some of his work, or him and his brother's work from the Lemon Water Chronicles uh, during the podcast at some point. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're really that. excited to see the volume two come out. And then, of course, we have elements of volume one at the entrance and close of the show. So it's. It's yep. cool. They're they they seem like good guys. Yeah, yeah, they really are. So I I'm trying to decide as to how how to go about expressing the thoughts that I have in this mm-hmm. book and do it through my own experiences and let people know. Uh, okay, you know where where's this going? What do you want to say? Sure. And how are you going to say it? What's the end result from people who read this mm-hmm. book? Because you look at at somebody who I just recently met, uh, Aaron Clary. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hear him talk on his podcast. I hear, I see him on his videos. I've read his books and I have a different impression of him in terms of this is a guy, he's exactly who he says he is. And this is a guy who decided to make that jump. Yep. He made that jump, started writing books. Mm-hmm. He wrote, he got his media empire going and he's doing all right. Right. For himself. You know, he makes a living. He's able to, Ride the motorcycle he just purchased from Florida to Las Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> and for me personally, my result is going to be different. I want to be able to have some land out in the country. Yep. I want a compound, and not a compound in the traditional Ruby it's Ridge. A, no, or no, 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 no. It's a, like a homestead type kind of thing is what I envision for for us anyway. I don't know about you, but uh, yeah, right. yeah, I got you. Yeah. So, so a ways outside, mm-hmm. a ways off the path, sure. you know, you want to back off the road, you want it. And I think that with the ability, you know, and I've got some other ideas for that whole land thing, but the way I'm going to do that is using my current position, do as good of a job as I can with that current position and uh, take that a step further and start working on my own yep. stuff. There's no reason that a guy that's a government employee can't start his own business that's why we live where we do like we're hard on the country we're hard on our president and our politicians and everything like that but if you want you can start a gardening business you can start a blog you can start all this stuff because people have thrown the ideas out and enabled you the platform to do that and who knows how far you're going to take it yeah really it's uh you know there's a lot of noise out there but if you have uh you know when you find your voice and your message 
you know, you will find a tribe. There are people, Mike Saranovich says, you write good stuff, people will find you, you know, and uh, podcasting, developing the platforms, you know, and and doing your own self-promotion will get that traction, you know, and yeah. yeah, if you and I started writing a book right now, it wouldn't go anywhere. I mean, okay, your mom might buy it, but... You know, that's why we're doing Thanks, this. Mom. No, 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 no. Thanks. I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah. we're relatively unknown compared to a guy who's been doing this since 2009. Like Jack Spurko has been doing his thing since 2008. Aaron's been doing his thing since 2009. You know, it takes time to develop some of that platform. There's things we can do to speed that up. But you know what I mean? I mean, yeah. that's why we're doing this stuff is to kind of develop an audience, really. Yeah. I'm not yeah. cutting on it at all. Absolutely not. No, I'm no, just saying no, we're no, doing the work saying, right up saying. front here to develop that that tribe that will that will you know want to read what we have to say. Well, and what I find fascinating and some stuff that I'm going to look into is I'm going to do I'm going to see if I can't sit down with uh, Justin Garcia, Master Chim from oh, the Pressure yeah. Project, because his what is what is your rate of success? This this whole new podcasting, merchandise, books, mm-hmm. uh, blogging, all of this stuff that isn't necessarily new. It's been around for yep. a while, but you'll see people with different rates of success. Mm-hmm. Look at a guy like Adam Carolla. Yep. He's number he's one. He's enjoyed success. Yeah. For, right. He's enjoyed success at a different rate. Look at Justin Garcia. Two years for things to pick up yeah. steam. Look at Aaron Clary. Aaron, you know what, Aaron owes a lot of his success to his advertising on the Tom Likens mm. show. So when I, as I write this book and as I piece things together, mm-hmm. what I'm thinking is I'm going to keep a common theme, sure. that common voice throughout all these posts coming up over the next probably year uh-huh. or so and see if I can't tie those together into a common idea and put something out yep. because I've had people, I've had people that, I, you know, they don't BS me. They don't blow smoke They're They literally tell me you need to write something longer. Mm-hmm. You need to write something at length and put some ideas out there to get your, get your thoughts right. out there because you, you could have some success. Right. With it. And if that's, if that's what that means that, you know, that's what that means. So what I want to get started is start working on that right. A regular habit of, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to write. It's time to go to work. Let's spend two hours. Yep. Let's write. Let's get yep. it done. Yep. Uh, uh, what the next question? Oh, what do I want to stop? Yeah. Doing? What do you want to stop doing? Um, it's actually something that I've been working on. Um, I want to stop disorganized, disorganization. <laughs> you know what? That's, that's my number one. <laughs> <laughs> Stop yeah. being yeah. unorganized. Deal with the papers. Yeah, yeah. you and me, brother. <laughs> I, I, I purposefully two weeks at work. This one week before the storm and one week after the yep. storm. And I'm currently in the week after the storm. That is not. I, I'll get into that in a second. Um, the first week I was hyper organized. Mm. I wrote everything down. I had a flip notebook. I looked like a 1940s film noir detective. Awesome. Um, I like that. Yeah. I like that look. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we can't smoke at work, but if I yeah, can, yeah. if it helped to fit the bill, hey, babe, I can smoke here, let me write this down, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Keep the change of yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> but uh, if I so I was hyper organized, mm-hmm. and I realized that 
if if you're if you're organized to a sense where you can eliminate distractions and you don't get sidetracked by things, uh, you can accomplish probably ten to twenty times more in two hours than what you would if you were just going at your normal, comfortable, um, unrestrained pace. So I was fortunate enough to receive a project from my boss's boss's Oh, wow. I'll save you the chain of command thing. And I see what his point Mm. is. And I'll come back around to the organization thing. I see what his point is for doing this. He wants the younger guys in our field to know their stuff inside and out and be able to approach a situation very high stress and realize not only have I been over this, I'm able to present it, I'm able to train on it, and I'm able to ask people questions Mm. that I wrote on Interesting. So I had to to prepare a battery of questions, and I'm working on a presentation with some of my coworkers that we are presenting in front of more brass than anybody would ever want. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, huh. Um, well, and, and being, you know, again, that comes back to like a pro football player or even someone in the military. You know, you go back to your lowest level of training and it's muscle memory at that point. You know, you're just I know this so well, I'm just going to do it in a high stress environment, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, preparation is key. You're going to find the times that you work the best. I was up uh, before our <laughs> our reign of terror and calls came uh <laughs> late into the evening um i was uh and into the early morning about 11 30 at night i find myself sitting there working on sections of these questions for this particular task and being able to do that that stuff is imprinted yeah like i know weight ratings i know what to expect from certain you know aspects of this of this tactical approach Mm. but um so a, a great thing, but the organization is key because you'll find that if you track yourself, like if you set a timer yep. on your phone or on your watch and just just try to figure out, you know, if you set a timer and you're unrestrained and you just set that timer or somebody sets that timer for you, like, hey, keep track of a couple sure. hours for me, sure. you? And, you know, you're going to have a bunch of stuff to do. Well, the day before – I had to submit some paperwork. I had to do some other stuff. I had to get some uh, time covered at work. I had to, you know, little like administrative stuff. I forgot 70% of that stuff because I didn't have a list Mm -hmm. and I didn't have a plan. And unless you have either of those things, that list is your plan, but that's like a to-do list. When I was a kid, my mom used to give them to me. I want to knock those things out so I could go about my day. I got more done in the the same two-hour time span with a list Mm -hmm. and with a plan based on efficiency than I would have without it. And it's the proof is right. I mean, it's right in front of my face. So my goal is to get in the habit of when I get to work, when I'm doing my coffee, when I'm, you know, when I'm sitting down to actually write some paperwork out, take five minutes, make that list, knock everything out, do everything that you can do. Because once you've accomplished that, you can start to work on the things outside of whatever that list is. That, that's a real, um, that whole topic is a really good one, you know, because like I've said it even in this podcast, guys tend to be terrible planners. We react and we, oh, what do you want to do? Oh, you know, that kind of thing. And if we can yeah. get ourselves organized, my God, we can we can conquer the world, you know, if we just take the time to do it instead of zoning out or playing, you know, something on Facebook or 
watching TV or a basketball game or a football game or something, you know, um, we can just get ourselves are... organized, you know, that's, that's yeah. really key. I think that's really important. That's something I want to really dig into and, and improve in myself this year. Cause I've got that one, you know, deal with the papers, get organized, you know, handle my personality <clears throat> is I've got this ENFP Myers Briggs type personality and it's, uh, you know, always a new adventure, but man, I can get sidetracked really easy. Hey, there's a squirrel, there's a shiny rock over there, something, you know, boom, 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 boom. And, and I got to really stay focused, especially, you know, in my new work and what I'm doing there too. So that's good. What else is on your list, brother? Um, so the organization thing is top of the list for, Mm -hmm. um, stuff I want to, or disorganization. I don't want to be unorganized. Um, and then what do I want to continue doing? Um, Starting down a road of not just – it kind of ties into the organization thing, but um, not just eating. Actually eating with a plan in mm. mind, eating, quote, like a man. Uh-huh. There's all this stuff out there. There's the paleo. There's gluten-free. There's the primal blueprint. There's vegan, vegetarian. There's every different diet that you can imagine, and there's all these different things. So – trying to maximize the amount of healthy actual food that I get, stay away from supplements, try to cut out uh, the sweeteners, the um, sugars, all that stuff. Yeah. Sugars, flours, processed stuff. Um, Eat more fat, Mm. more, you know, more butter, more cream cheese, more animal fat, more fish, more avocado. Um, But what I would like to continue doing is I would like to continue down the road of maximizing whatever food that I'm eating and it's health benefits. Hmm. So uh, Joe Rogan did a podcast with Mark Sisson, S-I-S-S-O-N. His book is called The Primal Blueprint. And he establishes the concept that for endurance athletes, he's a stand-up paddler. Uh, he lives in Malibu. And he used to work for a supplement company. He's an entrepreneur. He's, he makes tons of money. But his thing is, he says, you know, you can have – moderate periods of activity or intense periods of activity and you want to keep that that fire fueled but you make adjustments to your dietary needs and if you follow this loosely you'll be able to maximize huh. it but what you, what you're finding is that stuff that you know uh you can approach it from a very very scientific standpoint and what they're finding is that all the stuff that they taught us in the 60s 70s and 80s is completely backwards <laughs> Wow. Isn't that great? Yeah. Right. Well, you think about it. I mean, think about the 60s and, you know, you have these cookbooks with all this heavy cream and butter and and we didn't have the obese problems we got today with these high high carb diets and all that kind of stuff. Supersize me. You know, Uh, you just didn't have that back then, even though you're using heavy creams and bacon and all this other stuff. I. Maybe we worked harder. Maybe something else. But something's something's out of whack because we've got a obese problem in the in the country. And I'm right there, putting my hand up right now. You know, I'm working on it. You know, but that's interesting. That's well, really interesting. Well, and I, you know, my thing, my thing might involve, you know, setting up sort of a website like you've mm-hmm. got, and we can bounce ideas off of each other. But uh, this lifting group that I belong to on Facebook, these guys are throwing up. You know, oh, here's a video of my deadlift. Here's the yeah. video of my squat. We did some boxing. We did all this other stuff. Um, I just threw a recipe up huh. there. 
real simple recipe. Sure. I'll give you the recipe. You can put it, you can put it up on the blog. I stole it from an MM, from an MMA fighter uh, named Tim Kennedy, huh. who's a, a special ops. He was a s- sniper. He was yeah. you know a certified badass. Um, but it's real simple. Makes it serves too. It's a Thai cabbage huh. dish. It it literally involves cooking with peanut butter and chicken. Well, so, what can go wrong um, with that? You're good. <laughs> right, right. It sounds like something off a of fear right? factor. I know, but uh, but you know, I thought about just throwing out some ideas for recipes there that people can use because they're if it's easy to make, you know, you don't you don't have to follow the men's health plan of, you know, this is why yeah. you know they they change as much as the FDA yeah, does yeah. on certain things, and if you go with what you know and you, you're able to do that, you know. I've been I've been dialing things to the point where I genuinely listen to my body, and that's what I want to continue doing. Mm-hmm. So I, I have a clean eating day, and in the middle of the day, noon, one, two o'clock, I start to drag. Sure. So I'll drink an energy yep. drink, and an hour later, I feel like I've got the yep. flu. Your body, your body is telling you something, and when you get to the point where you're you're able to dial that in and you look at that and you're like, man, that looks delicious, but oh boy, I do not want to feel like I did last time I did that. Mm -hmm. So, um, that being said, I think that there's, there's a place, you know, and there's definitely a market to, to appeal to, you know, the guys out there that we love our beer. Yeah, we do. I, when I went to, when I went to visit all you guys and yeah, that was fun. Minnesota. That was great. Yeah. You, you, you noticed that, those oysters that we ordered that uh <laughs> that our that our buddy matt that our buddy matt felt so strong yeah, yeah 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 um, um think about what we ate horseradish yeah. cocktail yep. sauce and oysters yeah we had some other stuff yeah. too but i yeah it, it's it's uh you know it, certain things that you certain things that you end up eating will will your body will will love mm-hmm. you for it it takes a little while to adjust sure. here but yeah, it's uh, it's definitely worth it. And like you said, you can raise your hand and say that you're one of those guys. I can raise my hand and say that I was at 270, and today, today, I weighed myself. I'm at 232. That's so. great, man. Yeah, and I'm down 15 yeah. since this this fitness challenge, and we haven't even gotten to that. We'll get that in another podcast, but the fitness challenge and swim challenge. So I am about to uh, I'm about to break a, a a level that I haven't broken in a while. So I'm I'm feeling really good about that so yeah you gotta listen to it and you gotta you gotta eat healthy you know can't have chocolate and yeah. beer all the time as much as we love it yeah, and cheese Ooh, yeah. yeah yeah it'd be great if you could right you know, but it's just not that it's not the case i mean i you know and don't get me wrong that norwegian stock up there in minnesota and the <laughs> great lakes area man you guys do it differently and it's understandable yeah. but uh, for me personally, I'm just sort of that's my that's my goal to continue that is to get that keep that train rolling. Yeah, so to speak. that's good. So, and uh, you know what I want to stop doing, you know, ignoring the food intake. I've got a good jump on that. I'm using my Fitness Pal. I'm going to have a post on some of those metrics here, the met, what I'm doing, and some of the metrics to show you progress. Yep. So and that's the other thing too about this blogging thing, man. I'm you know putting your instead of the garden, you're kind of your own you know you're putting the garden out there but it's me i mean i put in my own stuff I'm, this is me you know it's kind of it's a little different but anyway um and yeah. being spread too thin that was number three you know concentrate re- forces and resources you know and taking on too many projects and and we're working hard on 
consolidation. We started with that. And, uh, you know, another one was ignoring small-scale gardening. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then collecting junk, you know, papers and uh, stuff for the garden. I I tend to get be a junk collector with some, you know, with containers and stuff. But uh, anyway, and then uh, not taking the time to build the network in the tribe. That is something we're going to have to talk about this year too. And uh, you know, what am I going to continue? The date night stuff. That's been a lot of fun. We've been having a real good time with that and developing the blog and podcast. That's been. It's been a good start. And then starting some seeds early, we're going to start some stuff here. Maybe not this weekend, but in this week we're going to start some stuff. So we're going to have some new stuff to put up on the blog. And, um, you know, taking more of an active role in day-to-day family operations, you know. And sometimes it's easy to get sucked up into work and just put everything I ignore. Hey, you go deal with that. So I've got to plug in budgeting and uh, <clears throat> training these young men here on what they should and shouldn't be doing and uh, give them a little uh, little nudge every now and then so <laughs> well and we all we all need yep. it man don't kid yourself you know what I mean you... what are you talking about I'm perfect I don't know <laughs> ah, yeah, me too I'm incredible I, yeah I don't ever right up, ever yeah so so that was good I like that I, I really like that I think you got you this is going to go. This is going to be an interesting year. We're going to talk about some really cool stuff, I think. And um, you know, I, I would love to see that recipe. And, and we're going to start talking about the ninja and some other stuff that we've been doing here. Um, yeah, this is going to be fun. This is going to be a lot of fun. Um, you know, we've been going a little long here, but that's okay. It's been a while since we we talked. Uh, let's wrap up with what are we doing right now or this week? Um, you know, we're learn do grow so this is the do thing what uh, what are you doing what do you what's your do for the week my do is to get my project done for yep. work and to put that that is coming on february oh, wow. 8th okay uh, got those guys showing up the 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 bosses said that they that shall be done huh yeah they said you know they said that they that's what that's what they want to get done. That's what they want. You know, they want to see me do that, and they're putting me to the test. And I want to rise to that challenge because I'll tell you, man, it is a it is a darn good feeling to be able to do mm-hmm. that. To be able to, you know, they ask you to do something and you knock it out. They might have criticisms for me, and I personally, I hope that they do. But uh, you know, the the one thing that I want is I want to do a good job on that. I want to I realize that I want to try and. My main do is to learn something new every day and be able to execute it and get reps in on it until it is uh, – I'm proficient. Sure. And if somebody asks me, I can be that guy because everybody wants to be that guy. They can ask and say, hey, you know, Jay's that guy. Go ask him. He knows. That's what that's what I'm looking for. So that's my do. That's, that's, uh, that's what I'm looking for. That's so. good. What about you? What's yours? Well um... – I've got two. Uh, complete okay. the transition um, with small-scale life and small-scale gardening, the merger, shall we say, and get that all right. buttoned down. Um, and then the second one, I've got uh, – I'm taking a rack that I've got downstairs that was – I just had some stuff on it. But um, if you've been in the small-scale gardening Facebook group, we have – I was putting up some pictures of uh, microgreens and – systems people had in place for that well i'm going to get some seedlings going and i'm not going to go with microgreens route but 
this is the this is the feed my family challenge here. I'm gonna try to grow the challenge is to grow enough lettuce and greens to feed my family so we knock that off the grocery list. So this is gonna be a challenge. It's you know, how wow. much do we need to grow? <laughs> so it's it's gonna be uh it's gonna be a fun one. So um let's see if we how we do. <laughs> that's that's impressive. Have you have you gotten any um have you gotten any ideas of, you know, this is how much, because you've got, you've got a full yep. family. You've got how I many got boys? I got two big two? boys, one 21 year old, yep. 17 year old, you know, five, five, nine and a six, two, six, three. Yeah. Uh, and then Jules and I, we eat a lot of salads. So yeah, we were, uh, we were kind of tallying it up. You know, we need, um, we need, uh, you know, if you go to Sam's Club, they have those big packs of romaine, you know. you got to get, like, a oh, yeah. big pack of that, and that will keep you for two weeks. So can I grow the, enough of that to feed us? That is a question. That and sure. throw some, like, kale and spinach in there, too, for smoothies and, and just for variety. You know, can we do it? Oh, sure. Sure. So it's going to be tricky. I it's going to be fun. But it's going to be fun. I'm lo- really looking forward to it. I, If you look at small-scale gardening from – gardening from last year i actually was growing lettuce and arugula inside and then the aphids hit and it was all over but um some seriously good plants and and it's it's gonna be a process so i'm kind of excited about it that's that's great yeah and it's really simple Um, stuff i mean you know some lights you can get at walmart and or at uh, Home Depot or Menards or Lowe's and uh, a timer you get at Lowe's or Home Depot or Menards and some containers and go and you go. So, well, yeah. uh, I got to get the stuff, but I, I mean, I've got the lights and, and the timer. I just need to get some compost and away we go. So, That's yeah. perfect. Well, and think about, I mean, it's a small thing to take that off of your, your grocery bill, but at the same time, you can... Uh, it also will make you appreciate what what you're right. doing. You know what I mean? So well, this is all a learning tool. process because uh, you know it's uh, it's going to lead to other things in the future. We'll just put it that way. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I like it. Yeah, my uh, my actual I, and in addition to the whole nutritional and fitness thing, I have another goal mm. that I'll be setting out there, and it's. Uh, I was actually going to bring this up to you off of the podcast. Well, if you want to do it off podcast, I won't, uh, or I can delete it too, whatever you wish. (laughs) Well, no, this is, uh, I found something. Let me see if I can pull up the photo. I'm just going to cruise here for a second. Um, I'd like to start swimming. You're doing your swimming challenge, and I'm seeing the results you're getting out of that. And I found something that I looked into. I saw it at the Apple Store. Um, It's called the Misfit Mm. Shine. It's S-H-I-N-E. It's uh, the company's name is Misfit, and what it is is a a motion tracker, huh. and it goes on a on a band. It's about the size of a silver dollar, a small silver huh. dollar, and it goes on a silicone band, completely waterproof. It's sponsored by Speedo, huh. and uh, it tracks your movement, your nat, uh, your sleep, your swimming, running, cycling, any sports, anything. So it's like, like a Fitbit so, then, almost. It is. It is, but it. Very, very simple, very sleek design, similar to the Fitbit. Um, it's circular instead of just the band mm. shape. So you can adapt it to, let's say you go for a run and you just hate something on your arm. You sure. hate it on your wrist. You can clip it. You'll get a clip for it. You can clip it onto the inside of your shoe. It stays out of the way and does all that. So, What's that, um, what's that called again? Be, 
the Misfit Shine. Misfit and there's a there is a uh, I want to say it's a crowdfund or a Kickstarter. I think it's a crowdfund video for it and explains it to you what you know what it's made from. It's made from aircraft grade aluminum, and it's uh, probably one of the more attractive motion trackers out there, fitness trackers. Well, so. I will have to ask uh, my um, my speedy uh, runner here if he's heard of that. He's uh, he's a, he's a, working at a sporting goods store and they've seen all kinds of goodies come across. So I'll ask him if he's heard of this, but, uh, cool. Let's, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'll have another post to show you how I keep track of my laps and, uh, <laughs> it's not a high tech thing. It's, uh, made out of plastic and, uh, yeah, like it. it's, it's really low tech, but, um, cool. Let's, let's check that out. I'm, I'm really interested in that. Uh, yeah. I think, I think Mrs. Jay is going to get me that for my birthday. Oh. She was hinting at that. All right. So. When's your birthday? Uh, it's in February 6th. February 6th. 6th. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Mine was January 2nd. So there you go. Ah, yes. That's yes. Uh, happy belated. Thank you very much, sir. Yep. Cool. Yep. All right, brother. So, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're yeah. right around the corner. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's coming up. Awesome. Yeah, cool, brother. Well, that's it yeah. for the uh, Small Scale Life podcast. Um, everybody. Please share this with your friends and subscribe. This is the only way we uh, we get bigger and better. And let us know you're out there, too. Um, hope everybody has a great week and you continue to learn, do, and grow. And we'll catch you next time. 